I've got some very simple questions to ask you. Um, so I want you to kind of give me a sign for one or the other. This is a vote. Now, which is bigger, a star or a sausage? Okay. Put your hand up for star. Okay, who thinks a sausage is bigger? Oh, there's a couple of people that think a sausage is bigger than a star. Okay, a pig or an elephant? Is a pig bigger or an elephant? Put your hands up for pig. Put your hands up for elephant. Excellent. Okay, which is bigger, light or dark? Oh, I've gone deep quite quickly, haven't I? Which is bigger? Who thinks that light is bigger? Who thinks that dark is bigger? Oh, a couple of people that say that dark is bigger. A couple of, most people say light. Okay, and my final one is princess or spider. Which is bigger, princess or spider? Princess Depends what side the spider is. Okay, who thinks the princess is bigger? Who thinks that, that the spider is bigger? Well, you might wonder why I'm asking you these things. Um, and I forgot what I was going to do back said. Right, we have, um, we have here, which is bigger? I think we, we started with um, a star or a sausage. Esther, could you come and hold my star for me? Fred, which is bigger, the star or the sausage? The people who said sausage are in fact correct. A few people over here, star or sausage. And we said, um, which is bigger? Um, I was going to say ball or shop, um, and you would have probably all thought ball, but, you know, um, shop, I mean, but we've got a, a ball that is bigger than a shop, um, and we have a pig. Okay, which is bigger, pig or an elephant? And finally, which is bigger, the spider or the princess? Which is bigger, Esther, do you reckon? No, I think that might be the princess, you know, on that one. What about that spider? <laughs> okay, sorry, I, I didn't realise you really had arachnophobia. Okay, that one didn't go quite so well. Not every, uh, not every children's um, thing goes well. Okay, what about people? Okay, so... Um, for example, um, what, uh, Esther, could you come here a second? Sorry. No more spiders. Okay. So, if you were to say, which is bigger? We've got a child here. Nick, could you just stand up? Okay, Richard, which is bigger? Esther, just go and stand in front of Richard, please. Okay, which is bigger? The, Esther or Nick? Excellent. Okay, we can sit back down again. Now, all of these things that I've talked about, one looks bigger than the other, but it's not necessarily the one that is bigger. Why is that? Perspective. Excellent. That's the word I've got written down on my piece of paper, Nick. Thank you very much. Perspective. Our perspective is vital because how we see things decides how we live. So if we think something is important, we put more time and energy into it. And if it's bigger in our mind, then even if in reality it's smaller, we will treat it as something of high importance. 
like um, with Margaret's box with all the prayer things. You know, some of those things are bigger than others in our mind, aren't they? But actually, they all take up, they can take up the same amount of space. Um, I, need, I need some actors now. Who is anyone fancy being... Um, yeah, I see you come up and you can... I've already casted you. Yes, and we have, we have our offering plate. So if you can help me move this... Um, yeah. Okay, we have our offering plate, and I need, I need someone to come and be um, a widow. We've got a couple of coins. Can somebody come and be my widow for me? Come on, Mel. You're going to have to be my widow for me. Okay, so this is our story today. Jesus um, was watching as people came up to give their offering at the temple. And first of all, we had a wealthy person who very ostentatiously, clearly, is writing us a check. Are you, are you giving much money today? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Yes, there are eight zeros on this piece of paper. Thank you very much. Would you like to put it in the offering? So we had one person who gave eight zeros and another who gave... A hundred billion pounds. Thank you, Esther. Okay. Now, I have two pennies here and a cheque for a million pounds. Which would you rather have? Someone tell me, which would you rather have? This cheque for a million pounds or these two coins? Where did you get that cheque from? Ah, good question. Kyle, which would you rather have? Um, Probably the coins. Okay, why is... No, it's been it's been filled in very properly. I've done everything. It... And, and pay is blank. Okay, I'll have the cheque. You'll have the cheque. Excellent. Other people, would you take the the two coins or would you take the million pound cheque? Any? Esther will take the cheque. Cheque. We're all going for the cheque here. What about you, Mac? Would you go for the cheque? Yes, cheque. Go for the cheque. Anybody, anybody not go for the check? Anyone want the coins? Elizabeth, why would you? This is. She doesn't know what my bank account's like. I have to say that Elizabeth and Kyle were very wise to choose the coins because, really, in reality, these coins are worth more than this check. Because <laughs> that check would bounce straight away. What, though? What if? That check was signed by Elon Musk. Oh, yes, this is a bit of a, ooh. Would that make a difference? Esther, would that make a difference to you? Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, because he's good for it, isn't he? Whereas I, however, sadly am not. In our story, Jesus sees everything that's going on. He just warned everyone about the teachers of the law who strut about in fancy robes, but in reality, they took from the poor. He sees the rich people putting in their offerings. They have no reason to be ashamed. And so like Esther was, they can stand, you know, the rich people were there making a big show of how much they were giving, you know, giving what they were giving very publicly, very loudly, very um, ostentatiously. But then, you know, Mel, Mel did this very well. She came in and she popped her two coins in and she got away as quickly as possible, went back to her seat. 
because there was something almost of shame for this widow. You know, she, she had, um, she was poor and she was vulnerable. Um, and um, she, she gave her two coins. Um, but, you know, it's one perspective to see the rich people, isn't it? The one perspective is these people are giving a lot of money. But the other perspective, you know, you've got this poor widow. She's got no husband to care for her. Probably no way of getting money other than handouts. She came in probably a bit embarrassed, put in her offering. The coins were, it says in the Bible, the coins were very small. Very small coins. Perhaps the kind of offering, um, you know, that was looked down on as hardly being worth it. You know, this is hardly worth the time processing the donation. Do you... uh, you know, when, when um, Mary's, Mary's shaking her head about that, all donations are worth it, aren't they, Mary? Yes, Mary's saying, all donations, small coins, large coins, you know, they're all welcome here. Um, but Jesus said that her donation is worth more than all the others. Her donation is worth more. What she gave was worth more. Jesus noticed. Jesus knew The other people gave out of their wealth. They had loads more money at home. They gave probably what they thought was enough. But she gave from her poverty everything she had. Her gift was like the pig. You know, we've got this pig. The pig is bigger than the elephant in this situation. (laughs) Um, It may have looked smaller, but in fact it was bigger and more important than any of the larger gifts. Her gift was so important that Jesus noticed and taught others about it. Luke heard the story, or he was there perhaps, and he wrote it down. And 2,000 years later, we are still talking about it. Just two little coins. You know, two copper coins. Now, what about us? What does this mean for us? Well, I think the first and most important thing to remember is that Jesus notices us. He loves us. He values us. He notices us. He notices what we do. He notices how we live our lives, the decision we make, what we give. He notices what's in our brain box. And the second thing is he knows what we have at our disposal. He knows generosity and kindness when he sees it. When we give, he knows what kind of gift we're giving, whether that be money or our time or our kindness or our generosity, you know, whatever it is, you know, um, the way we are. And we know, you know, you know if you're giving from poverty or wealth. And the thing is that sometimes we often treat Jesus as an add-on, lovely life, lovely house or home, whatever, plus Jesus. But Jesus is not an add-on. If we see everything through Jesus' lenses, we'll see things differently. Because Jesus wants us to give him everything. Our whole self. Our whole bank balance. Everything we own. He wants everything to be used for his kingdom and his glory. In most cases, that doesn't mean emptying our bank account and putting it all into the church collection plate. But maybe, you know, if God's telling you to do that, then you should. But what it does mean is that everything that we have is something that can be used for his glory. On a day-to-day basis, we need to be prayerful and listening to the whisper of the Holy Spirit. 
Where are we meant to use what we have for Jesus today? And maybe we should ask ourselves that question every day. Where can I use what I have for Jesus today? It's a good question to think about. Where can I use what I have for Jesus today? And I guess the first question to think about is what do I have that Jesus can use? None of us have nothing. We all have something. We might not have vast wealth at our disposal, but we have, we have um, kindness. We have you know, a smile that can make somebody's day. We have something that we can use. And where can we use it today? 